The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamperin. Good morning. Another awesome weekend is here. Happy to have you on board with us on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. As Rob mentioned, my name's Rick Zamperin. His name is Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax, Escartman Realty, the Golfy team. If you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, call the number one Remax team in Canada. That is the Golfy Team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I, dot com. They're all over social media. Check them out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, X, awesome videos, some incredible listings in the city. You can get your listing on the Golfy social media system. Also, for an instant home estimate, not sure if you've done this yet or not, but go online to GolfyHomeValue.com for an instant home estimate. Plug in some digits, GolfyHomeValue.com, the website to get a pretty good idea of what your house might go for on the open market. And as always, we appreciate your questions and your topic ideas. You can go to your email and type in questions at RobGolfy.com and fire away. And that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. We've got some interesting things to talk about today, including the Bank of Canada and the recent decision that they made to hold the line on its key interest rate. And that has a lot of people thinking, hmm, when will the rates come down? We're also going to get into a new speculation tax, a new foreign home buyers tax in Toronto, and it could arrive as soon as next year. We've got a bunch of other things that we're going to get to as well. But as usual, we'll begin the show with what is going on in Rob Golfie's real estate life. What's making news? You know, uh, the uh, the market's definitely picked up. Uh, there's a new synergy of uh, people out there uh, that are looking and buying homes right now, even though uh, at the current rates there are. And, and um, they, uh, they just, uh, yeah, things are coming through. So I was talking to mortgage brokers. I was talking to other other real estate offices, including ourselves, we're finding that uh, we're a lot more busier uh, than we anticipated to be. I mean, nothing, nothing like, you know, out of the ordinary, but just, you know, you know, knowing with, you know, with all the interest rates, uh, you know, uh, at the level that it's at, that we, uh, we thought, you know, it was going to be a slow start, but uh, it's always, you know, the beginning of the year is always a, a good start. People have, uh, you know, they say, okay, listen, I'm going to buy a house. They're, they're thinking about it in, in the new year all the time. It's always a new year. That's why I always say, you know, September, sorry, February, uh, March are good months to get your house on the market. Uh, if you're looking at selling, uh, the inventory uh, is still a little low. Uh, the inventory does pick up in uh, April, May, um, and you have more competition. But there is a new synergy of uh, uh, out there. I think it's people are, are feeling you know, okay, this is what the interest rates are. Um, but I think most people are not locking in on it, on a mortgage, uh, like a five year mortgage that doing maybe variable for, you know, a year or two. Um, and, and that's probably the smart way to go. Cause, uh, cause if they will drop, uh, in my opinion, and, and that's when you can just lock in and, uh, and lock in, in your mortgage for a five year term, if you're going to be there for five years. So, 
So this new synergy that you're you're kind of feeling through speaking with people, through the activity that is happening in the market, can is this similar to past years, or is this a new kind of energy that's within the community? It's the same as as, as past years. It's just uh, you know I think the confidence level is back. Like I mean, last year it was very different for uh, everyone, mortgage brokers, realtors, lawyers, every, everybody, they, they, they saw that the unit numbers uh, uh, were down. And, uh, but now uh, will, will we ever get uh, to the 2021 numbers again? Yeah, I think, I think so, depending on how you run your business as, as an individual, but as a whole for the real estate board or, or total transactions from everybody combined together, I think it's going to take uh, a while before we hit those big numbers uh, that um, that like let's just say the Hamilton Burlington market uh, hit in 2021. Um, it just uh, yeah, like it's uh, it, it's good. The one the one thing actually the one thing I wanted to mention is that 70% of the mortgages out there are renewing. I think this year, hmm. so I, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for a lot of people. A lot of people are scared knowing that their mortgage is renewing and, and a lot of these people had their mortgage, like, like they had a three to five year term at one and a half to 2%. Wow. And they're going to jump into four and a half to 5%, uh, depending on, you know, where they land. And that, that's, that's more than double than probably what they are used to. Now, everybody's mortgages are going to go up from, you know, three to 300 to a thousand dollars a month more, or even, even higher than that, depending on how big their mortgage is. And so I, I think there's uh, those people there that are, are cringing and waiting to see what's going to happen. But the one thing is, here's the thing, is you can shop around for your mortgage, okay? But here in, but you, have to, you better have your income tax up to date because if you don't have that up to date, uh, the banks that you got your mortgage with or you have your mortgage with, they, they got you. They got you because they're going to say, okay, I, I'm renewing, you know, and... Uh, and they're going to say, here's the interest rate. Now, if you tell your bank, I'm shopping it out, but, but, but if you can't, like, because you don't have your income tax up to date, you know, it's like applying for a new mortgage again. Like you can transfer your mortgage, but you still have to still have to give all the information about your income and everything. If you're going to go to a different, uh, uh, a different uh, mortgage company. So you got to be careful when you're, uh, when, when you're doing that, but you still can shop, you still can bluff, play, uh, bluff it with the, uh, the current mortgage person that you have and say, you're going to shop it around unless they give you a better rate. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they will do that for you. So, you know, hopefully they do that. Now, here's another thing. Be careful. If you're going to renew, and and get a five year mortgage term. So let's say you do get a five year mortgage at six six and a half percent. Well, be very careful because if the interest rates do come down, like let's say two percent, let's say in the next year or two, and you sell your house and you're going to pay out your mortgage, the penalty is going to be greater. Banks like it uh, when you um, cancel your mortgage when you're at a one and a half to two percent. Okay, because once they get that money back, they can resell that money at five and a half to six percent. So they're making money. They 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 hate people that have these low mortgages. So they're waiting for the renewals to come up because that's how they make more money. So be very careful uh, because if you lock in at a high mortgage rate and sell the house, and let's say the more you you have a mortgage at six and a half percent, and and let's say we land at four percent mortgage uh, mortgage rate or four and a half. Um, your penalty is going to be so great. So be very careful if you sell your house 
and you cash out and you can have a large penalty. So be, so really know exactly if you, you know, where you're going to be in the next five years. Uh, and I find a lot of people, they end up paying the penalty and, and they didn't realize it and they don't, and they're not, they don't know about it. Now, um, the people that are selling their house and they have a mortgage at one and a half to 2% banks love it. Your penalty is going to be next to nothing because it, because the interest rates are higher. Great tips. Shop around for the best rate and uh, watch out for those penalties. A good warning about that. Just on the Bank of Canada holding steady earlier this week with its key interest rate at 5%, um, you know, Tiff Macklem, the, the, the governor of the Bank of Canada, was asked, okay, when are rates coming down? You know, they were kind of hinting that, you know, not now, but sometime down the road. And, you know, he said, quote, if the economy evolves broadly in line with the projection we published today, I expect future discussions will be how long we maintain the policy rate at 5%, which is intimating that, yeah, sometime soon, this is going to be cut by a quarter percent, a half percent, whatever the case is. That might not happen until June, however. That's a lot of the speculation is that this summer is when they're going to actually, you know, make that move. If you're kind of riding, you know, you're sitting on the fence thinking, what am I, should I sell now or should I wait? Is there going to be more buyers if the rates go down? Are you hearing any of that chatter at all in the market? Yeah, some people, you know, I was talking to some clients and they're saying, you know, maybe I should wait, uh, you know, uh, to put the house on the market when the interest rates drop. I don't know if they're going to drop significant enough to make a difference. I think I think it it will help. But it's not going to increase your house by fifty thousand or a hundred thousand, depending what price point your your house is in. But I I, I think it is just showing um, like a positiveness that's happening in the marketplace and more confidence and everything else like that. Um, but if I was if I was buying if I was buying right now, I wouldn't sign in. I wouldn't lock. I'd lock in maybe the most as a one year uh, one year uh, you know fixed or whatever or variable. It, it is a little higher if you're doing that. But you're gonna you're gonna uh, win in the long run because I think in the next 18 months you're gonna find that we might be probably one to two percent less on the mortgage and uh, and it'll be worth it'll be worth it. I mean mortgage rates even at four and a half five percent that's a good mortgage rate. Uh, I'm telling you that is a really good mortgage rate and if you can lock in that's great. I wish we were like the U.S. Because in the U.S., if you, you can lock in for 30 years at, like, can you imagine locking in at 1.5% oh, for 30 wow. years? Oh, Sold. you don't even have to pay the mortgage off. You just, <laughs> just, yeah, you just keep paying it because you're paying mostly principal anyway. Yeah. But but that that's the thing. But but uh, the confidence level is coming back. And, and, and they're saying, what, 40%, they were mentioning a 40% chance of the rate cut in April, mm-hmm. according to market indicators. So I think that's when they're going to start probably doing maybe a quarter point or half a point, maybe possibly. And they're just going to see how the market goes because they don't want to, they don't want to stir up uh, inflation, go back up like crazy again. So they, they're, they're going to do it very slow and they're going to do it and they're going to take their time doing it. Uh, and I know uh, what they did was they did it 10 times in 22 months, which was a lot, uh, almost every, every other month that we were getting a mortgage hike, uh, uh, in the past. So, but let's hope that, uh, we can get it under, 
four and a half, between four and five percent, somewhere in there. That'd be great. I, I, you know, that's a good, good number to lock in. Absolutely. Do have one more question regarding interest rates. We'll get that on the other side of the break. We're also going to talk about Toronto potentially looking at a new foreign home buyers tax, and we'll also talk about who's coming for boomers' homes. It's well, I mean, it is millennials, but there's a new demographic that's now eyeballing those homes. Don't forget, if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a house, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. More of the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, next on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them. You'll be calling the number one Remax team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Again, 905-575-7700. They're all over Facebook and Threads, Instagram. X, TikTok as well. Follow the Golfie team. Give them a like. And if you have a question or a topic idea for a future show, send the Golfie team an email. Questions at robgolfie.com. One more question about where interest rates are now and, well, where they are right now. The key lending rate is still at 5%, according to the Bank of Canada, although we're all expecting that to go down in, in the next few months. But when when the the rate drops... It's not necessarily indicative that prices for homes are going to go up. I'm I'm thinking that, if anything, this is going to open up the number of buyers who are now saying, okay, let's jump into the market because things are moving in a positive direction. Is that is that going to be the biggest impact? The number of eyeballs on your property will grow because there's going to be more interest. It, it will. And what happens is what they're worried about is because all these buyers are going to jump in, so let's say a house comes up for sale in Hamilton for 500,000. So you've got a lot of buyers in that price point. So you're going to have an abundance of buyers coming in, looking at that house, and then you may end up getting five, six offers on it because the confidence level is back, the interest rates are dropped a bit. And, and then that's when housing prices start climbing again. Mm-hmm. I think the lower end homes will start seeing more activity. The higher end is going to probably stay, a little, it's going to still be cool and it's going to stick, uh, stay the where it is. But you're going to see the lower end start picking up on, uh, on, with, the, with the market on houses. Now, if, if it does go crazy, they'll probably jump, bring it back up again to say slow down. <laughs> but, uh, but, they do need, but they do need to build houses. So, um, so it, it, it is a catch-22. Like the interest rates are a major factor uh, everywhere. I'm sure uh, companies, I know restaurants are feeling it uh, because people's, it, people are paying more on their mortgages now and, and wait till this year is over with because like I said, 70% of mortgage holders right now, our renewals are coming up this year. So you're going to see those people ha- not having that excess of money 
to, you know, shop and buy, you know, the, the extra little things that they want. Uh, they're just, they're going to be very minimal. They're going to be, you're going to see the grocery stores doing very well because people are going to say, Hey honey, we're going to eat, eat home now. We're mm-hmm. not going to, you know, order out or go to restaurants anymore and go and go to restaurants is not cheap either. So yeah. you're going to, you're going to see the re- the restaurants are going to, are, are going to take the biggest hit. And, and I've already talked to some restaurant guys and they're, and they're, they're seeing huge difference. Even in the, the lunch crowd, the downtown business lunch crowd, they're seeing uh, a huge difference in the amount of people that are, are coming out. You don't see the, the regulars as much as you normally do. They're coming, but they're not there all the time like they used to be. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, the, the interest rates, uh, we got to be, hopefully it, it doesn't stir up too much that it, they'll stop it. You know what I mean? If the rates go down, and we know the mortgage renewals are going to be, as you mentioned, 70% of mortgage renewals is going to, going to be up for renewal this year, is that a good time for people? Do people normally look at that and say, well, maybe now is the time to downsize? You know, if my mortgage is up for renewal, the rate hasn't dropped as much as I thought it would, uh, maybe we should downsize. Are, are people contemplating that? It just depends how big their mortgage is. Um, I, I think the... I think the people that bought these, you know, three to five million dollar houses, I think they will be uh, selling if they can sell. Yeah. Uh, if they got a beautiful, if they got a beautiful house and everything's done to the nines, yeah, there are buyers out there. The that price point, uh, there's buyers out there for that. Uh, but you, but if you have a house that needs a lot of work, you're going to struggle selling that three million dollar or five million dollar house. And, uh, and then you're going to have to pay a mortgage or lose the house because people have, you know, in that price point have lost their houses. And we saw, you know, there was articles in the paper that a lot of the, a lot of those were being, uh, repossessed, uh, by the banks in Toronto and in the high, some high end areas. But, um, it, it, it just, uh, it, 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 it's hard to tell, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, with, with more, with mortgage rates, the way they're going, um, I probably would if they could hold on because the cost of moving is expensive and, and you know, the cost to move, I mean, it's easier for someone to move because they have the equity in the house that they can move, but the monthly payment is the big factor and can they handle the monthly payment? And that's where the, that's where the, where they have to discuss. And we've sold a lot of houses where people know that their uh, mortgage renewal is coming up and they know they can't afford that more monthly mortgage payment and they are downsizing. So it just depends on, on your income. And, and that, and that's the tough part. Cause if you're, you know, if you, if you, your household income only earns so much money to bring in and, and it exceeds, uh, of, you know, what, what your expenses are. I mean, what you exceeds what, what your income is, you are going to struggle. I have, I have a couple, I mean, they, they got a house that's probably about one, worth $1.8 million. And chances are they're, you know, there's only probably one spouse working now and they are going to have to probably put up their house up for sale and move. And because they don't have that second income anymore and, and their renewals coming up. So it, so it's a double whammy. They got, you know, their interest rate, their mortgage payments going to go up quite a bit and they got less income coming into the household. So, so they're definitely somebody that is going to sell and, uh, and then hopefully they get a good number for their house and they'll probably downsize to a smaller house. Yeah, absolutely. It just depends on your household income if you can handle the mortgage payment. Yeah. It's pretty sad in those cases, that's for sure. Uh, let's travel down the highway to Toronto. There is a plan to slap a new foreign home buyer's tax 
on homes, and this is all to help curb real estate speculation. We've talked about this before, but uh, effective January 1st, 2025, the plan is to have a 10% tax uh, on the home's purchase price of those that are bought by foreign entities or, or foreign people. And staff are estimating that this move could generate about $15 million of revenue each and every year in Toronto in 2025. Now, it's all predicated on whether the foreign home purchases tax, home buyers tax, that the federal government instituted, uh, whether that's going to be extended. That comes to uh, fruition or to an end because it was a two-year ban in 2025. So if the federal ban ends, Toronto is going to say, all right, we're going ahead with our 10% foreign home buyers tax. 10%, that's a large number up. And then, uh, on top, there's another, uh, w- w- uh, they implemented in 2017, uh, t- another tax. It is so expensive. Uh, they're going to discourage uh, any uh, foreigners definitely buying a house in the, in, I guess, if this is in Toronto. And maybe, you know, there's people here that uh, that want to open up businesses and do that. They're going to discourage that, I think, in the long run. Um, you know, Toronto has always had uh, problems uh, financially. They've always been in trouble uh, financially. So um, I don't know if they're trying to hold back, uh, you know, foreigners from buying houses. They already put some taxes on that, but now they're adding more. I, I don't know if it's because they need more money. Uh, it's, it's, it's something they... I mean, they're doing, I don't know, if, I, I don't know if the rest of Ontario is going to do it, but um, they're going to, they're going to try and, I guess, put that through and, uh, and, um, and hopefully they, uh, they're hoping they, that that'll add more income to the, to the city. But I think, I think it, I mean, I get it. I, I understand completely. You know what I mean? In the same, they, uh, yeah, in the same did. sense, there's not a lot of homes in Toronto. Like the last in, in 2022, there was 533 transactions that would have been subject to this foreign home buyers tax. I mean, how many homes were sold in Toronto? I think that the estimate was 28,000 homes yeah. that year. So it's it's a fraction. Yeah, of, they said the, di- the exactly the difference of foreign buyers might uh, lead to a, a it might lead to a slowdown in real estate transactions, but I don't think it's that much. No. I don't. I, yeah. So I, 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 I think you're right about that. Um, I, I, and I just think that they just, they're just trying to grasp money at every corner of Toronto they can. Yeah. And, uh, if it, if we can get 15 million here, we can get 5 million there. And they, cause they've, they've got a lot of, uh, they've got a lot of debt and, and they've been, they, like, I remember, you know, even listening to when Mel Lastman was a mayor and how many years ago was that? That's probably like 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. 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 That, like would, have been, that would have been the nineties. But you know what? And, and, I, and, and they were talking, of, I, I, if I recall, you know, they've had issues way back then all the time. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that the debt just keeps rolling over and rolling over, rolling over every year. And and it just doesn't seem to, to catch up. And I, well, I mean, I know they're, they, they're talking about doing a 10.4% tax on property taxes for everybody in Toronto. I, you know, and uh, who knows if that's going to, if, if they, if that's getting passed or not, but it, it's, uh, it, I mean, they're, they're discouraging uh, industry to come this way. If they, I think if they do that, I don't know. It's uh, it's something they need to do, I guess. We already know that Toronto has a land transfer tax. There's a provincial foreign buyer's tax. If Toronto goes through with their tax for for a $500,000 home, and I'm not sure there's many of those in Toronto. So let's just call for a million-dollar home you're paying 
in tax, like $376,000. That's a lot of tax yeah. on a $1 million it, house. It, it is. And their land transfer tax is double compared to what we pay here. Uh, and I can't remember when they implemented that. That was probably 10, 15 years ago. And, and people are paying that like, like, like saving for a house in Toronto, like the, the land transfer tax for a house in Toronto is probably enough of a down payment to buy a house in Hamilton. <laughs> That's how much the land transfer tax is. And it's insane. And I don't know how, I, I don't know how a first time buyer, you know, has the money to, first of all, put the down payment down and then pay for the land transfer tax. Just forget about the foreign people that are buying it, but just on their own with the land transfer tax, uh, the amount of money that uh, the, the city that's getting there, it's, it's incredible. And that's why we have such an exodus of people leaving Toronto, coming towards uh, the, the Burlington, Hamilton, Niagara region, just because of the, the, the cost and, and just to buy a house. And people just want to get their foot in the door and own some real estate and then they can, you know, figure their way after that once they've owned it uh, for a few years. There was a, a realtor in Mississauga. He bought a townhouse in, uh, just off of Millen Road in, uh, in uh, Stony Creek. So I bought it brand new, moved in, lived there for about a couple years, maybe two, three years and so, sold it. And now he moved back to Mississauga He's a realtor. Like he had to drive back and forth every day because this is where he was living. Moved back to Mississauga, was able, built enough equity uh, uh, to build, buy a house in Mississauga where he was grew up and where he works. So that's what people are doing. I mean, it's the only way you can do it. Yeah, that's how you build equity. But but if you can't get your foot into the door, first of all, you know, in Mississauga, Toronto, then you're not gonna. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Let's get to another topic, and this is a very interesting one because baby boomers in America, and I'm sure this is the case in Canada for sure, own a lot of real estate. In fact, in the U.S., boomers own nearly $19 trillion worth of real estate, more than double the amount held by millennials, and about $5 trillion more than Gen Xers. There is... A new age demographic, though, that is coming for the homes that are currently owned by boomers, and that is Gen Z or Gen Z if you're here in Canada. So when boomers die, there is a massive scramble, a huge royal rumble, if you will, to get into these houses. And it's millennials, Gen Xers, and now Gen Z who are gunning for those homes. Over the next, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, Rob, this is going to be a free-for-all. It's going to be exciting to see. You're going to be a busy guy. Yeah, yeah. They say by 2040, the population of 80-plus-year-olds will double leading, you know, will double. And it, that's, it, it's, cra- it's crazy. Wow. And, and, and what they're saying is uh, the Gen Zers, which is, um, I think they're, I think, are, are they about 18 to 20? Yeah. What, what, what age are you? 18 to 24 now or something like that, 18 to, or 17 or, or, or whatever. But the, um, they're going to benefit from this versus the millennials. So they actually were born in the right time yeah. for those guys. They, they kind of, they, they fit in that right slot, but yeah, there is, there, there is happening as the biggest transfer of wealth, uh, is uh, happening right now. I do see a lot of listings that are coming up on the system that says the estate of the estate of the, you know, of, mm-hmm. of, different people. So obviously people are inheriting a lot of money out there or, or, or inheriting to buy the house. Sometimes siblings, what they do is if there's, 
two or three of them and, and the house is paid for, uh, one sibling says, well, listen, my share I'll use as a down payment and then I'll, I'll get a mortgage to pay you guys out. As long as they agree on the price, on the sale price, usually they get an appraisal. And if all siblings get along, that's fantastic. If they don't, well, it's got to sell and uh, it's just going to go on the open market. But yeah, it's uh, there is a lot of uh, the the next twenty years is going to be uh, you know uh, they they feel there's going to be a lot of homes coming up for sale now. Now the numbers they're talking about are U.S. numbers. Mm-hmm. Now the Canadian numbers are different because we've got we're we're immigrating way more than than what the U.S. is doing, like per capita. Right. So I think we might balance out because we do have a huge immigration thing that's happening. So it's hard to tell how Canada is going to compare to the U S when it comes to all these homes that are going to be available in the next 20, uh, 10, 20 years from now. It's going to be fascinating to watch. That is for sure. When we come back, we're going to talk about making your property stand out in the spring market and some of the biggest mistakes you can make when you're renovating your home, maybe to put it up for sale or just because you want to spruce it up a little bit. We'll talk about that next year on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. His name's Rob Golfy. He's a sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team, the number one Remax team in Canada. Call them today, 905-575-7700 if you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, go online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook threads, TikTok and X. Give them a like and a follow. And also visit golfyluxury.com. Some amazing listings on golfyluxury.com. So the spring market is, well, just around the corner, and there are ways to make your property stand out in what is expected to be a much more active market compared to the last little while. Rob, what are some of the do's and maybe some of the don'ts on standing out in the spring market? What should we be paying attention to right now? Yeah, like the curb appeal is the first thing, right? It's, uh, you know, it's that thing where you drive by and say, hey, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one, the, one, the one thing is, you know, they say to clean up the outside. I, the one thing is definitely paint, like if you've got wood windows, which there's not many wood windows, those houses were built in the, um, in the 80s. But clean it up, clean your, your fascia and eaves and stuff like that. Um, edge the, the gardens. And, and if you can paint the, the driveway, give a nice, uh, you know, uh, blacktop uh, paint on the driveway and edge the, uh, the sidewalks and everything. It, you'd be amazed on like just so much little work, what your house can look like and, and, and just make it so much different. Cut back the bushes. A lot of people have these big bushes that cover the porches and, and just cover the house. And, and, and houses are beautiful out there, right? They got, you know, they got beautiful brick and everything. Every house out there that was built, it was built for, you know, to look good. And, and sometimes people let their bushes uh, overgrow on, on, their, uh, on the front. And I cut, cut them back like you would not believe. And, and it was funny. There was a neighbor 
of mine, uh, and I, I knew the, uh, the son, he was a trainer and, uh, the parents lived, uh, you know, across the street. And I said, Hey, your parents got such a beautiful house and they got all these bushes that it's covering it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and uh, I said, just tell, tell them to, to, you know, trim it down and everything. And about maybe about a month or two later, they were all gone. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> and, but the house looks great. Wow. I, you know what I mean? The house looks fantastic. Um, the inside freshen up as soon as you walk in the front door, key factor that's where people make their decision when they're buying a house right. they walk in the front door if they get that uh lost loving feeling and say hey i think this is the house for me and you know right away as soon as you walk in if that's your house you know and then you you walk through the rest of the house and see if it's going to be it's, if it's going to work so um just yeah take a paint be surprised minimal minimal things paint spend a weekend painting certain rooms to make sure that uh that it looks good I, I would personally, uh, if, if just to make it look good, the foyer and living room and kitchen, get that painted. And, uh, you know, the bedrooms can be changed any color you want after, but you just want that good feeling for them to have when they, when they, when they uh, get into the house. That's, that, that's very, very important. Regarding and then the, the last thing is pricing it. Oh, I was just going to say, regarding the outside, before we get to the price, the outside is the, uh, I know you talked about curb appeal, but is the backyard as important as the front yard or can you, you know, make sure the grass is cut and it's kind of neat. Is that all you have to do? Yeah. Just, just clean it up, just trim it and, uh, cut, make sure the grass is cut. And, uh, like I said, the sidewalks are all trimmed and everything. It, it, it is, it, it is important. It is. And sometimes people don't take, you know, their backyards, they, they don't maybe use it or they don't care about it too much. And, and it gets a little rough, but just clean it up. Just give it a good clean and, uh, Take, get you know get rid of any any garbage out there in the back you know get some garbage bins so that it looks like it's nice and neat for the next person when they're looking at it people, like when people are looking at your house i mean they're they're visualizing themselves living there so and and a lot of people can you know look past you know all that and say hey we can really clean this up and now it's 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 your own fault if you don't do it because if it looks bad guess what the offers are not going to be as strong but if it looks good people are going to be more up to saying, Hey, you know what? This is, this looks good the way it is. If we just add a little more to it, it's going to even be that much better. And, and you'll have more people wanting to, uh, to buy it and, and move into it. So you get, believe me, coat of paint, some trim and, uh, you know, cut the lawn and put some fertilizer and whatever. It, it makes a huge difference. Uh, in our final minute. Yes. Pricing it right is important as well. Absolutely. Pricing it right is important. So here's, here's, I'm going to give you a perfect example. Uh, the, the one property that I have that I put up for sale, uh, prior, uh, about a, a prior to, uh, in 2023 in the last quarter, I put it for 500. I knew I was pushing the market a little bit. I just wanted to see if anybody was going to jump at it. I had some showings anyway. So I let it expire. I just listed it this week and I put it at 450 and I, and I got 470 for it. <laughs> there you go. See, I, and, 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 and I knew I was going to land around 470 on it and, uh, to see, uh, to see where, where it was going to go. So, and now if I waited longer, maybe I probably can get close to 500 if I waited probably maybe another couple of months, but I, uh, I just, I just decided to, to let it go. And I, and, and I had it empty for a while because I knew I was going to sell it. I didn't want to rent it and then right. have a, a problem in, uh, trying to evict a tenant in there for, for selling it. 
You did pretty well, and you can too. If you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a house, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Coming up, we're going to talk about some big mistakes that you can make while renovating your home. That's next on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Last go around here on the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick with Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Get the Golfie team working for you. Give them a call today. You'll be calling the number one Remax team in Canada. 905-575-7700 online. The website is robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And also go to golfiehomevalue.com. Again, an instant home estimates that's golfyhomevalue.com so you know the, the warmer weather is just around the corner we think we hope fingers crossed there are people that are going to say you know what it's time to renovate it's try trying to uh, spruce up the kitchen or the bathroom or the basement whatever the case is what are some of the big no-nos that people should be avoiding when renovating their home <laughs> I've, I've, I've hit every single one of these. So over, over, overestimating your skill. I thought this can't be, this can't be that hard to do. Yeah. I have a house. I have a house on Brettlebane. Uh, I know. I'm not sure if you know if I'm uh, Brittlebane or Brettlebane in Hamilton. And I was putting up a wall and I was trying, and I had my, uh, my, book, uh, handy tool book, trying to figure out the studs, how far apart to go. This is when I was 20, 20, 21 years old. I'm going to tell you, somebody right now is probably trying to find a stud and they're going to say there's nothing. Oh no. Like it's either 16 inches, 18 inches, 24. Like, it's just like, there's nothing straight in that thing. So (laughs) I, I realized at a very young age, I don't have the skill. So that's one, uh, underestimating your budget. This is the biggest, biggest problem, uh, and I, I warn uh, a lot of buyers: you got to be careful because whatever the budget is, you're always going to go over it. So if you think it's going to be thirty thousand to fix a house up, and you got the budget for it, you're going to be in for forty thousand or more. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, it, nothing ever works out to to the exact budget. Um, it, it just because things things arise while you're doing. Um, uh, renovation. So you got to be very, very careful uh, on that. And then, uh, and then it's uh, minimizing the timeline. Like, 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 like I had one renovation that took forever. So uh, it that was a fact, uh, a factor because, you know, getting permits and all this kind of stuff was, was, uh, was, was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, another one here, it says swinging the hammer without a plan. Uh, that was probably me in my twenties. Uh, just went in and said, okay, here's what I do. Buy some drywall, get some studs. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that, that was uh, definitely uh, a problem that I had. Uh, another one is uh, not asking for help. Um, sometimes people are, there, there's people that ask for help and they, and they get it. No problem. There's people that, don't want to bother anybody and, and, uh, and they're, they're trying their sums, but I think help is important. Uh, you'd be amazed if you can get people that have skill to help you. That's fantastic. I was just driving, uh, in the car, uh, home just yesterday and, uh, it was my, my son's friend. He's an electrician and he's actually more of a commercial electrician. Now he started off a residential and I said, 
hey, you must get a lot of people ask you, you know, to do jobs here and there. And I go, he goes, nope, I, I don't do it. I, I, I work all day. I'm done. Once I come home, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's a good way. And he goes, I may do the odd favor and, and, and do some electrical work, but just small stuff. Right. But I don't like, I'm not going to take the job on because otherwise everybody's going to start asking him and he'll never have any time for himself. Yeah. So he just basically says, you know, hire electrician. Uh, thinking you can do it all on weekends. Um, those weekends turned out to be years. Uh, if you don't, uh, <laughs> if you don't have the right plan and, and I, I know, I know a couple right now in, uh, that, you know, they're already, they've been a year out of their house and they're not, they were nowhere near, they were, they are nowhere near even going to be moving in within six months. So they, wow. that, that project turned out to be a lot worse than they anticipated. And, uh, and the, and final last thing, uh, not considering the impact on your marriage. Oh, believe me, the fights. Can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> the fights you'll have? When is this going to get done? <laughs> When's this going to get done? You did this wrong. Uh, you said this was going to, you know, uh, it was going to cost this much money. Yep. The battles that you're going to have, that's the test of a marriage right there is, yep. is doing a renovation uh, for sure. Another popular one is it, it doesn't look like the picture or the TV show that we were watching. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. I go, I, I thought it was supposed to look like this. I, guess, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's the just, walls are all crooked. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. the lighting. It's just the lighting's off a little bit. But back to the swinging, well, back to the swinging the well, hammer without a plan. You know, that that's a good example because we don't know what's behind the walls, especially with an older home. Like th- strange things come about behind the walls. Absolutely. Uh, rot, the, 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 there could be rotted things that are happening and you don't know. And then now you got to get somebody else in there to, to take care of things. I've, ex- I've experienced pretty well a lot of different things. Uh, the one thing I haven't experienced, I have not, is... Um, is a major foundation uh, problem. I did have the last purchase I just did. I closed on it uh, about uh, middle of January. There was one little issue in the foundation, but we it, it was it was an easy fix, five hundred dollar fix. Oh, nice. But uh, the which wasn't bad. But people I've seen where they have like like ten ten thousand twenty thousand dollar, and 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 it's not like you spend ten thousand dollars on fixing something and somebody says, Hey, I, you know, I love that $10,000 foundation that you just, uh, fixed, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Or, or, or your brick, uh, your chimney. Oh, the, I, I, I see you got your chimney refaced. It looks great. I, every time I drive by, I look at your chimney only. You yeah. know what I mean? Nobody does that. People look at the, uh, at the, uh, the cosmetic stuff. They don't look at the foundation and behind the wall stuff. And that's the, and that can get very expensive. That's a great point. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.